was a group in Chile called Colonia Dignidad that was led by a former Nazi who left Germany and created a 55-square-mile compound at the foot of the Andes. His name was Paul Schaefer. In Chicago in the 1980s, four men were charged with the murders and attempted murders of up to 21 women. Welcome to Dead Hour. I'm Jordan Catlin. And I'm Tristan Catlin. And tonight we're bringing you something a little bit different. Well, not not too different, I guess, from our last episode, if you guys listened to it, where we talked about the movie It. And we also talked about John Wayne Gacy and some other creepy clown serial killers slash possibly just fables. <laughs> kind of unsure but we're gonna get into some true crime today and start gearing up for what we're planning for halloween for the next few weeks we're gonna try and be more consistent with things like we might do horror movies or we might do salem witch trials it's it's gonna be a lot of fun stuff maybe the legend of sleepy hollow because that's halloweeny right yeah (laughs) it's about the time of the year i always saw like Shit, didn't Charlie Brown do yeah. his Legend of Sleepy Hollow? Yeah, I and think so. I remember a movie from, God, I want to say it was the late 90s, maybe the early aughts, that when I was a kid, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it could it could be crappy now. I have no idea. but uh, Sleepy Hollow? Yeah. Oh, I still it, fucking love that movie. So it was a good oh, one. Yeah. I remember being freaked out by it and thinking, this is awesome, uh-huh. with the pumpkin and everything. And with the... The headless horse. Johnny Depp and Christopher Walkinson. Or That's Christopher Walker? Walken. Walken. Just Walken. <laughs> <laughs> That's that right. I totally forgot oh, that both of them. I still love that movie so much. Yeah, we huh. should totally cover that one. All right. So, yeah, that, that will <laughs> be a happening. good movie. All right. <laughs> See, making plans on the recording. Yep. But uh, And mine, actually, to tie in with last week, uh-huh. actually has a slight connection to John Ooh. Wayne Gacy, which... I'll talk about a little here in a little bit. Wait, who gets to go first? Oh, do you want to go first? I do, because you got to do one last time and I didn't have one. Oh. And I'm also really excited. All right, then <laughs> it looks like you're going first. Okay, so mine is the, and I'm going to have really bad pronunciations for this, but mine is Colonia Dignidad. This is a sinister Nazi cult home to the foothills of the... Andes Mountains in Central Chile, founded by ex-Nazi Paul Schaefer. So, yeah. Nazi compound. Okay. So, Paul Schaefer was a former member of the Hitler Youth following Baptist... Oh, sorry. uh, Following the war, he set up a children's home and Baptist ministry in 1959. He created the private... Social Mission, an alleged charity. That same year, he was accused of pedophilia and charged with sexually abusing two children. That's awful. Yeah, it's fucked. And so, Mr. Schaefer fled West Germany with some of his followers, and he resurfaced in Chile in 1961, where the government granted him permission to create the Dignidad Benefit Beneficent Society on a farm outside of Peral. I don't know how to pronounce that one either. Um, This was founded primarily on Baptist principles and anti-communism. The society evolved into the Colonia Dignidad community. 
So lots of singing? <laughs> Baptist? <Southern>? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. Darn it. Um, this uh, commune for German exiles seemed a sustainable and agricultural community that did charity work for the local population, but things were not what they seemed. The commune became a secretive cult where its members were brutally abused and forbidden to leave. Colonists endured 16-hour workdays, severe punishments such as beatings, electric shock therapy, and drugging, as well as being under constant, unforgiving surveillance. Those who followed Schaefer to Chile from Germany were actually forced to turn over their identification documents so they could not leave, that they, there wasn't even an option. Yeah, is that, that seems to be kind of a running thing. It's yeah. like, oh, you're, you're a part of us now. You don't so need that. You don't need your passports or <laughs> don't they ID. they give you like new fucking names too and some, shit? Some of them, yeah. Ugh. And uh, couples were forced to live apart from each other, so they segregated males and females. And children were separated from their parents, allowing Schaefer to sexually abuse children without interruption. Only select colonists were given access to news from life outside the colony. After a few years, a few followers managed to escape, and news of the horrible conditions um, started to leak. In 1973, General Augusto, again, I'm going to fuck this up, (laughs) Pinochet, (laughs) he's a dictator, I should know how to pronounce his fucking name, Uh, seized power in Chile, and Colonial Dignidad was offered as a place to torture political protesters. Oh, I I guess I could see that dictator would take advantage of having this type of compound around. This just happened to be Nazi compound. It's like, oh, you're going to be horrible to people? I got some. Let me send them your way. Over 350 people were abused in a secret potato warehouse on the colony grounds, and over 100 were murdered and buried there. Prisoners had their hands and feet tied, were forbidden to speak, and had leather helmets placed over their heads. The colony also became a vacation spot for the dictator in his inner circle of officers so they could enjoy watching it. Oh, that's crazy. That's fucked. The colony thrived under the dictator's regime, offering the colony tax cuts for being a, quote, charitable organization, and turned a blind eye when escapees reported abuses. After the dictator's dictatorship came to an end by 1997, Chilean authorities began investigating Schaefer for crimes relating to child abuse, tax fraud, forced labor, torture and disappearance of prisoners, and weapons, but Schaefer fled to Argentina. There were more than 1,100 missing persons in Chile at this time. Many taken, many of them were taken to the colony where they were tortured and killed. Damn. Fuck. Um, in 2005, investigations uncovered large quantities of illegal weapons, including machine guns, rocket launchers, and even a fucking battle tank. Damn, sounds like they're gearing up for war. Yeah, they were. The CIA also found evidence of the presence of infamous Nazi concentration camp doctor Joseph uh, Mengele, a.k.a. the Angel of Death, known for his lethal experiments of human subjects yeah. during the Holocaust. Yeah, didn't, wasn't he the doctor, the Nazi doctor that tried to do experiments on twins? Yep, yeah. that's him. And not only was he there, as 
There was also a Nazi Nazi fugitive, Walter Ralph, who invented the portable gas chamber. Oh, shit. (laughs) He was also involved, allegedly. So it's like, aside from Hitler, let's go ahead and take some of the worst ones we can find. Let's go put them in Chile. Fuck. They also found underground bunkers rumored to be used for uh, extra torture chambers where they could torture people or sexually abuse the children. Um, Schaefer was captured in 2005 and placed in a Chilean supermax jail in 2010 where he died five years into his 20-year sentence. He was only given 20 fucking years. Wow. Um, as of 2005, a colony, a colony remains on the site with its leaders insisting that it's a different change organization um, and they allow their residents to leave the compound to study at universities and they opened the colony to tourism. Now known as Villa Baviera, I don't know how the fuck to pronounce that. <laughs> um, the, the place is a Germany-themed tourist resort, complete with hotels and restaurants. Tourists can also see where political descendants were buried and murdered, and they can visit the sleeping quarters of the armed guards. Damn. You can see why a lot of... Uh, Family of the people that are missing are pretty fucking pissed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd be fucking pissed, too. I'd be furious. We'd tear this fucking place down. Yeah. So this guy was fucking crazy. He's a Nazi that, I guess, didn't like that the war was over and wanted to continually hurt people. So what was his deal? He just want, started a compound so he could be a sadist? That and what? keep fucking with kids. Ugh. That's, that's disgusting. It's really disgusting. He was a piece of shit. Um, he was 88 when he died. Damn. He should have gotten the death sentence, but which I know that's kind of fucked to say, but whatever. I don't that's know. That's what I think. <laughs> I think in certain situations. He's a fucking Nazi. <laughs> right. Certain situations, I think the death death penalty should be used. And I, I mean, I can see both ways, but I mean, again, he's a fucking Nazi. <laughs> right. <laughs> piece of shit, or he should have been tortured for 20 fucking years at least. Yeah. I mean, come on, the punishment should fit the crime, in my opinion. If you're going to torture people for fun or for whatever sadist reason you've got, why don't we just do that to you and your crimes are finally brought to light and there's not a political jurisdiction protecting you? Yeah. Like, fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But apparently there's a movie out for this. I think it's called... Uh, Colonial or something like that. Uh, Emma Roberts apparently is in it. I've never heard of it. Now I that I've heard about it and I've read, you know, the story and everything. I might actually want to check that one out. Definitely, it sounds like something to watch. Yeah, maybe we should have watched that one. <laughs> I covered it with this. Yeah. This is such a long story, but I went through it so fast. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to go so quickly. I thought this was gonna be like a. 20 minute thing at least <laughs> would that take me five minutes oh well, god maybe 10 ah fuck <laughs> well i mean that's all right i've got i've got one okay i've got yeah we're just gonna go with one the other okay. i had a second one but the story i kept re- reading and rereading the story and it's just it takes place in like three different countries across the world oh, and shit. the leaders are fighting and i don't it's a complicated story i'll i'll keep researching it and I'll bring it to a later episode when I've got like a chronological story instead of just a bunch of little parts here and there that have no order or reason. Ah, okay, cool. But this one I've got takes place in Chicago, Illinois, America. Cool. Uh, It's about the, the Chicago Rippers. 
Now, this isn't one of those big cults or anything. This is a small group of little, I guess, friends. and Kind of like the Manson family. Yeah, little yeah. Actually, they were compared to that in a sense that the leader mm-hmm. of the of the group was a Robin uh, Getcht. Getcht. Mm. I'm not sure exactly how to say it, but I'm making a wild guess there. And uh, he was a, his, even his followers accused him of having supernatural abilities, to where if he wanted you to do something and you looked him in the eye, well, he told you, you were stuck doing it. You had no choice. Oh shit. So his followers, and I, they ended up using that later in their uh, sentencing to try and, I guess, trying to get a plea deal and oh, get okay. out of trouble when they eventually what, got What, like a, a brainwash? Kind yeah, of kind of okay. like that. Uh, but this is a Satanist group. Uh, they they Giving were... Giving us a bad name again. Right? Always. <laughs> they were... Uh, of course, this was in the 80s. This took place in 1981 and 82. And of course, in that time, we had the whole... Uh, big satanic panic where there were stories from all over the country of oh satanists are you know sacrificing people here and killing virgins here and you know it's just a big media hype because you know they needed a scapegoat for something oh yeah but they while they were active they were are alleged of uh killing 18 women jesus uh Let's see, and the rest of the group, let's see, and yes, I'm going to not pronounce these correctly, the last names anyway, first names, I've got these, uh, <laughs> Edward Spritzer, Spritzer, something like that. I like Spritzer, let's go with Spritzer. Let's go with Spritzer. Hey, Spritz, <laughs> kill that lady. Oh, God. Good Spritz. <laughs> and then they had the uh, two brothers, Andrew and Thomas uh, Cook. <laughs> Whoa. Kokorales oh. is a Greek name, if the reading I found was correct. Um, but yeah, they perform these satanic, satanic rituals, and uh, I guess I'm going to go ahead and uh, throw my John Wayne Gacy thing out there now. Mm-hmm. The leader, Getched, actually worked as a subcontractor for John Wayne Gacy oh, shit. for a period, and they were since they were both in the Chicago area. Oh yeah, John Wayne Gacy is from Chicago. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. But uh, they couldn't find any connection between the crimes. Okay. Since John Wayne Gacy went after young boys, right? These guys went after women. Uh, several of them prostitutes. Okay. Uh, and he, and this is the weird part. Getch had a family. He was married, had three kids, and uh, they used his attic as like a satanic temple, where they oh, ended shit. up taking the victims, if. If it was possible, if they hadn't killed the victim before they got got him to the house, they would wait until. Uh, it sounded from what I read, the wife may have worked like a late job, night times or something. Yeah. So they would wait till she went to work, and then they would get the victim up to the up to the attic where they had like black and red painted upside down crosses mm-hmm. and a, like an altar that had a red tablecloth, and oh. uh, kind of like this table. Oh shit! <laughs> and uh what they would do is their their mo was that they would cut off the left breast of their victim, and they oftentimes would abduct them in their they had a van. So that was their trophy. Yeah, they would take just it the as left. A, just the left. Just breast. the left. They didn't want the pair. They just wanted the one. No, nope, just the one. Huh. You know, kind of weird. I don't, I don't see why you just take the one, but I mean, know. what'd they do with them? Did they like put it in the fridge? Did they nailed on the wall. Well, they would take it, and I guess while it was still fresh. They would go up there, 
the three members would kind of kneel down around the altar and mm-hmm. Getsch would get up there with the satanic Bible, read some passages. And this, this is really gross. And I saw this in two articles I read. The third mm-hmm. article did not convey this at all. But it was said that they would masturbate into the breast. Oh, Jesus Christ. And then uh, Getsch would take pieces of it and hand it kind of like a communion wafer. Oh, no. And they would eat the flesh. Oh, oh, gross. It it sounds horrible. Horrible. But, you know. So they're eating each... Yeah. I don't know what I'm more grossed out about. Like, (laughs) raw human flesh or the fucking... Mixture of semen. Like... I, I can't even imagine like how you would think that has magical proper, properties Jesus. even in the 80s. Why didn't you guys just you know do your business in a bowl and <laughs> if you just want to drink that? I mean, I don't ugh. Right? We could throw some like beef or pork in there oh and god. you could have your own thing. You wouldn't have to hurt anybody. Oh god. But you know. I'm so glad we don't drink on this podcast. For <laughs> Jesus. But damn it, Satan demanded breast with jizz. With with jizz, yeah. Ugh. You know why not? It's kind because you know it's kind of like a bull. Oh, I okay. guess if you All hollow right. it out. Yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> but like I said, only two of the articles. One article mentioned that Getched would do be the one to masturbate in it. The other one said that all th- all four of them would, and then the other one said that didn't even mention that, but it mentioned but that they would, would they would eat <laughs> the breasts. So, Ugh. but I love. Let's see. And I've got a few of the victims here. Stories from the first few victims. Okay. Uh, well, scattered throughout. It's not all 18, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first victim was uh, Linda Sutton. She's 28 years old. Uh, she was ab- abducted on, in May of 1981, and they found her 10 days later. Uh, body was mutilated. Uh, left breast amputated. Mm-hmm. Poor you know. girl. Uh, second victim was Lorraine Borowski. Mm-hmm. She was abducted May 15th-ish, 1982. Mm-hmm. And she was just getting ready to open a realtor shop that she worked Aww. in. They you know, came up behind her. One of them came up and grabbed her, threw her in the van, I'm guessing, and what the fuck? away they went to do their business. Her body wasn't found for five months. But Are you serious? Yeah. Jesus. And of, of all places, it was found in a cemetery. You're kidding me. Just laying out? Just kind of thrown in a cemetery somewhere. Jesus. You know, in the 80s, they didn't have all the forensics and stuff that they can yeah. do now. So, fuck. They just, I'm done with this. God. Uh, and then next, we had a, and it was also in May, a few, maybe two weeks later in 82, a uh, victim's name was Shoy Mack. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they didn't find that body for four months. Oh, my God. Also, and all of these same things, mm-hmm. mutilated bodies, left breast cut off. So that was the M.O. Yeah, because they wanted the breast. I guess they demanded the breast for their rituals. Mm-hmm. They thought that it was So would all three, all three would kill them at the, like they would abduct these women together? They, they would abduct them together. Fuck. And Watch then, out for men that walk in threes. Yeah. Or fours. Uh, and then they had a few prostitutes that they, that they got to, which, I mean, you got to figure, I would have figured they would start with prostitutes, people that aren't going to be missed very much, you know, homeless people, prostitutes that, that don't have like a family that's going to notice immediately that they're missing. You would think if you're going to kill someone, you're going to go after that. Right. It's just, not that they wouldn't be missed, but 
it would be harder to track down, I guess. They they would go unnoticed I, for longer. I feel. Yeah. You know, like we see these guys on the side of the road. They're there every day. They're sleeping out there. Yeah. If they just weren't there, no one's gonna be like, "Well, that guy who always asked for my change in cigarettes." Yeah. And just like, huh? It's not here. Right. Continue on if they even notice. That's sad. Uh, but eventually. They found no oh, one of the one of the prostitutes was actually found on the bank of the Chicago River, which we saw when we went to the open air festival. Oh fuck, really? That, yeah, that river. Oh shit. So you know, it was pro- wasn't probably built up quite as much as it yeah. is now. So shit. And, but it, and it didn't say if it was on the outskirts or anything. Right. But uh, yeah. Oof. And then they found the last the last victim. They found. Uh, early October or no they she was abducted in uh, early October 1982 name uh-huh. was Beverly Washington mm-hmm. they didn't find her until December 6 on a railroad track her left breast was amputated right breast severely slashed uh, she I believe she was raped she's beat Fuck. she survived she survived she was the one Way that survived to fucking go Beverly uh, she was the one who was able to give a description of the attackers and mm-hmm. the band that they were using to abduct people Oh, which led them to kind of find out like who they were looking for and i guess they were they were able to use that to track them to a hotel that they had they had rented out rooms all kind of interlocking they all had doors that went to each other oh okay no you i've know? been to ho- the, yeah i don't like those hotel rooms i've been yeah. to those so yeah. but the owner of those hotels said that they were like throwing really loud parties all night and somehow discern that they looked like they were a part of a cult. Huh. So I don't know if maybe they were doing something in like an orderly, awkward fashion or wearing robes. Well, it was the 80s, so I think if you dressed in black <laughs> in general, that you were just, you know what I mean, that weird. That could be. Uh, and I, actually, this is just kind of a little fun fact. Uh, they were also suspected of the disappearance of a lady named Carol Papaz. Mm-hmm. I might be saying that wrong. Uh yeah who was the wife of a Chicago Cubs pitcher named Milt Pappas. Uh, Her death was later ruled as an accident, unconnected. Oh, okay. But they were suspected in that. Uh, Let's see. Oh, and uh, let's see. One of the gentlemen was uh, given the death penalty. Mm. Andrew Kokorales was executed in March of 1999. Uh, his brother, Thomas, is actually scheduled for release September either 29th or 30th of this year. Oh, fuck. So this week. Yeah, this week. Jesus. Um, what was his name? Uh, how old would he be at this point? Do you know? I didn't see how old he'd be. Yeah. He'd be pretty old now. Yeah. I think it's what, 30, 30 years later. I have to imagine he is probably 18 or 20-ish. Okay. So he'd be in his 50s, maybe 60s. Okay. Uh, Getched was actually never. I don't. I don't think he was actually charged with a murder, because wow. he was the head. They couldn't. They never had enough evidence to connect him directly to it, as much as he was probably the one who orchestrated it. Like told what them, "What the fuck? Go get it." Kind of like the Charles Manson yeah. thing, where he was like, you know, "Go do this for me." What the fuck? That's fucked. And they did it because they believed he had the supernatural powers to control them to make them do it. He never reoffended. No, but they did. They ended up getting him on, uh, like, battery and okay. kidnapping and 
just a whole slew of other things and he I don't think he's ever getting out okay they gave him like 120 years or something I think I think uh, he's eligible for parole in like 2028 20, or something. But okay, so, but, so he is behind bars. Yes, okay. he is behind bars. And then the other the other gentleman, I don't remember exactly what his was, but it wasn't anything spectacular. Just mm-hmm. many, many years with the possibility of parole okay. at some point. But he didn't look like any of these guys were going to really get out, except for, I guess, this Aunt, uh, Thomas. Yeah. But I think he was the one who probably broke and tried to give as much as he could to get a plea bargain yeah but uh it was he told the told the investigators because the, they had left out from the giving they didn't tell the media that the breasts were removed okay so that whenever they did take someone into custody they could kind of use that as if they brought it up that uh. would indict them or you know it, it would it'd be a tell like okay. okay obviously you know more than we've told anyone else so right you're either involved or you know who's involved Mm. we can use you shit uh, it was said that they used a piano wire to remove the breast are you fucking kidding were these women dead when they Uh, it doesn't say i mean the one that was found on the tracks the last one wasn't was she did she get her breast cut off too her left breast was cut off and uh were they able to put it back i don't i don't know shit i didn't look up her God, I can't even imagine somebody like oh, cutting off your fucking breath, your boob, Jesus, while you're alive. <laughs> Fuck. I right? thought there was like a, a artery there that's like a main artery that if you got, if that was severed, you would die. I mean, it's a distinct possibility that there could be. Fuck. Not a medical expert, as much as I like to pretend like I am. <laughs> <laughs> I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I've read that before. But... but yeah, uh, that, I don't know. I, I read the about these guys, and it's just like, holy shit. Like, why would you do this? Like, I've never even heard of them. And I listen to a lot of true crime. <laughs> I read a lot of true crime. Yeah, you do. Every <laughs> night. Yep. <laughs> Obsessed. I just get worried you're going to wake up screaming one night. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's not great to... Uh, read on some nights there have been some nights that i've had some horrible nightmares sometimes i have to take a break for from it for a couple weeks just because it gets it can get really depressing after a while oh i'll bet and especially i hate i really really hate the stories i read that show pictures of the victim's bodies after Uh, the aftermath i i fucking hate seeing that shit i'm like guaranteed a nightmare every time i see him uh, it's like 911 calls i can't listen to that shit either yeah i don't like listening to 911 calls i'd rather probably see the pictures though yeah for some reason it just it fascinates me yeah yeah just like what did you go through how'd you go through it how did you end up afterwards if you didn't die I don't know. My morbid curiosity was like ruined whenever I was in, I think, middle school. And one of my bullshit bully kind of friends, like frenemy, forced <laughs> me to watch a beheading video with oh, her. Yeah. I think I told you about I didn't eat for a week. Yep. I can't. I can't handle that shit. I hate that. I, mean, I, th- I had a feel of it for a while, probably about is I think it was in high school whenever we me and a couple friends were running through the, the woods th- behind a park to get to into a neighborhood at a certain spot so we could get closer to where we were going Mm -hmm. and we found a dead body that had been stabbed to death and that was the first time we'd come into contact with it in like person i actually found the story on that yeah like the full-on story of that murder she was uh 
I'm trying to remember it off the top of my head because I already wrote something about it. Um, That's been she a was while. like, she's married with her husband. They had three kids. And I believe they were three daughters. And they were going through separation, and she, like, or already were separated because she was staying at his apartment that night. Yeah. And for, I think it was because she was evicted or something Something happened where she didn't have any other option, and they were also um, immigrants, so she didn't have family here that she could just go stay with her and her daughters. So he told her that night that if he found out that she you know, ever dated anyone else that he'd kill her. And then the next morning the kids woke up and she was gone and turns out he had beaten her to death in the woods and just left her there. Yeah. But he's arrested and he is very much in prison. So he tried to run to Canada. Yep. And got caught. Yes, he did. <laughs> Dumbass. It's like, why would you run that way? We're, you know, we're in Oklahoma. Canada's yeah. several States up Mexico. I mean, granted Texas is huge. Yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking, too. If if he's that violent of a person, if maybe he left Mexico for a reason. Could be. You know, he could have started some shit or, you know what I mean. Maybe he he ran from there to come here and then screwed things up here. Pretty fucking bad. I'll just keep going north. Yeah, and it's really (laughs) sad because it said in the report that, like, the kids were just running around the apartment, like, you know, saying, Mommy, Mommy, you know. Yeah. And he wasn't there either. Yeah, they, so they wouldn't understand what's going on. No, it's so fucked up. Yeah. Sorry you had to find her. But the huh? reason why you found her is the reason why she was discovered. So Yeah, uh, which was crazy. Yeah, yeah, we ended up telling everyone at the party because we were all, Ew. Yeah, it you fucked know. you guys up. And luckily the mom... She called the, the, called the police and yeah. left an anonymous tip. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of funny later, I mean... Kind of funny, but not funny. Later uh, on the news, the 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 anchor or whatever who was mm-hmm. interviewing at the scene was like, and we would really like to follow up with the person who called in the tip to see if we can get more information. You're like, nope. And I remember the mom being like, huh? No, I'm not involved in this. Right. He's like, I told told him where to find it. Huh? That's it. <laughs> well, they found him anyway. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he didn't get far enough away. He didn't escape the law. It'd be one thing if they never found him, then yeah, she should have stepped yeah. forward. But I mean, she would have had no more information than we had given everyone else. Right. You know, it's there. There's a body. Right. You know, we saw it. Haven't heard anything since, so it's probably still there. Fuck. It's so fucked up. Yeah, it was crazy. Because I remember everyone, no one believed us. Everyone mm-hmm. was like, ah, you guys are stupid. Vaguely remember being at that party. Vaguely. <laughs> And uh, finally, they were like, well, just show us, prove it. And me and one of the guys, because there were three of us, were like, no, we're not going no, back. fuck that. You know, That's we'll, fucked up. They're like, we'll tell you where to go if you really want to see it, but we're not interested. And then, of course, our third guy was just like, well, I'll show you. Ugh. And he took them down there. And I still so remember gross. the look on everyone's face when they got back. That's and horrible. They were just, everyone was as pale as we had been <laughs> when we right. first got there. Ugh. And uh, well, that's just, what they get for trying to act like she was a fucking, you know. Yeah. She's not an attraction to go see. Right. It's fucked up. But. But whatever. We went to school with a lot of fucked up people. Yeah. <laughs> Such as <laughs> Oklahoma. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I won't go on that rant. Anyway. No. <laughs> but that's that's some true crime for you. 
Sorry we got a short episode for you guys today, but we wanted to make sure and get out and put something out, try out our new format. Uh, we'll, for the next time, we'll, we'll go a little bit longer. We'll definitely get a few more stories. Uh, I'll get my, my other cult story figured out. If I, can, if I can get it in chronological order, I think I'll feel better about presenting it. Maybe we'll go with some more serial killers or just hauntings. Maybe, I don't know. We're going to do a bunch of shit for October. So Yeah, so look forward to that. It's not planned, as usual. <laughs> no, <I> just <laughs> improvise. But, uh, listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, you can find us on social media websites. We're on Twitter. We are on Facebook. Instagram. I, say, I think we have an Instagram. Mm-hmm. We have a uh, email too. If you guys want to email us any like mur- fun murder stories, I guess that's fucked up to say fun, fun murder, murder stories. stories. Okay, murder story, interesting <laughs> stories, or about cults or anything in that genre, the true crime genre. You can you can send them in, and we'll read them out. And also, one other thing to say is Jordan Catlin is turning. 30 today on not today well on thursday september 28th so if you're listening to this you guys should send him a message happy birthday all that stuff because he's turning 30 he's officially old (laughs) i'm officially old thank you yeah appreciate that you wear the gray hair just really well just just got uh, (laughs) got nothing nice to say that's been dead hour i'm tristan gatlin i'm jordan gatlin stay creepy